Yes, happy anniversary, baby. Is that actually a breakup song? I don't know. I don't really remember the song. I think it has a pretty decent guitar solo in it. Anyway, uh, almost six months ago to the day, I started Otis Brown Podcast. I had some recording equipment that I needed to get to make things work for my online teaching and I had some encouragement from students they they told me uh, your lectures now suck you give us all the information and and none of the stories we miss the stories why don't you do a podcast and we will then listen to it and get those stories back and and I was kind of flattered by that and thought that was interesting and my wife also had encouraged me to to do the podcast for a long time and so I decided to do it. I mentioned some of this stuff when I skipped the episode around election day and wondered if maybe I'd covered it, but I kind of thought that I would like to reflect on the process of starting and bringing to you Otis Brown podcast because uh, it's been a really big part of my life for this last six months and I've been really uh, encouraged and flattered by a lot of the support and I, I truly appreciate it. So, so first of all, thank you. I started the podcast by telling a story that I'd told before about Bob Pickering and about fate and about the reappearance of a particular name. And as I started it, I thought I'd make some remarks about uh, the passing of little Richard, who we lost that week. And I sort of settled into something of a pattern of talking about whatever came into my life and headspace at the time combined with my study of American culture. And uh, I'm not really sure what it is that I've come up with. It seems to be not exactly like other podcasts. It's not a, I don't interview anyone. I guess it's technically an unscripted monologue podcast, but I, uh, I don't know. I don't I don't know what I'm doing but but in my teaching I'm guided by um something that one of my heroes said David Lindley He's a great musician multi-instrumentalist I used to see him all the time when I was a kid with his band El Rey OX and I just thought he was just amazing he was a uh, he played lap steel in Jackson Brown's band and I got nothing against Jackson Brown. I think he's pretty good. He's a pretty good songwriter, but he was great because of Lindley. And uh, he plays all different types of instruments, all different uh, types of musical systems. He's very into Malagasy music and Turkish oud music, and he plays these different instruments and, and in different musical systems. And in an interview one time, somebody asked him, like, how do you keep all of that straight? How do you... How do you keep those different things in mind while you're doing what you're doing? And he's like, you don't. It's 
just all one thing. It's all music. It's not a different musical system. It's music. And uh, I'm really interested in that idea, and that's the way I feel about culture, and that's the way I try to represent culture in my teaching. Uh, you know, I teach this thing called literature, but why is song different than literature? American song is the American poetry that American people responds to. Ask someone to quote a poem, and they're going to look at you like you're crazy, but give them the first line of some dumb pop song off the radio, and everyone will be able to fill it in. We are engaged in that. That's a that's a poetic tradition that matters to people. Not, not that I'm against print poetry. I'm a poet. I publish the print poetry. But it's just all one thing to me. What's the difference between you know, a, a, a melody and a lyric. Not very much to me. I often, when I'm teaching, I'll call a painting a poem or a song sort of just accidentally, but that's because I'm often thinking about it in those terms. I know that I focused a lot on paintings lately in my, in my podcast, and I'm very interested in, in painting as a, as a subject. I'm very interested, as you know, in making things with my hands, and I don't really see that as a different uh, process or even as a different product than writing a poem. And the podcast, for me, is really a way to have a conversation that attempts to synthesize these different things. And, and I guess a few people seem to be responding to that. It seems to be resonating with people and. And that is really encouraging and and uh, exciting for me. I don't know what constitutes success in this podcast, um, you know, and I don't know what I was supposed to expect. I had a lot of my students um, responded to it at the beginning um, because I'd asked them to listen to it, and so they did, and and. Uh, I could see that pretty much all of the response was was local, um, and I didn't know what to expect, and I didn't know how many people I would be inclined to keep this going for, and that's still kind of a question. I, if it continues to grow and continues to have the audience that it seems to have, then I um, am happy to continue to put in the, the work to get it done, um, though it is a lot of work. The podcast is running at about I don't know, 80 to 100 listens a week. Though it seems to maybe be tapering off a little bit. I don't know. If you value the podcast, um, please share it with your friends. Because I would really like to see it grow. Um, but that said, it's been listened to in about 150 U.S. cities. 20 countries around the world and on every continent, except for Antarctica. I don't get statistics for Antarctica anyway, I think, but if you know anyone at the research station down there, then, then tell them to give it a listen, just so I can say that I've covered them all. I want to say thank you just going through some of my statistics uh, to some of the places, and i got to say, I don't, I don't think I know these people down there, so I think that my audience has expanded beyond 
uh, you know, just the students I reached out to at the beginning. So I want to say to thank you to Shafter, California and Bakersfield. Got a lot of listens down there. Thank you to Chico, California, Anchorage, Alaska, Lake Elsinore, Washington, Virginia, Carlsbad, Encinitas, Norton Shores, Michigan, Columbus and Hillard, Ohio, Pittsburgh, California, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Rosemont, Loyalton, Boardman, Oregon, Westerville, Ohio, Queen Creek, Queen Creek, Arizona. Thank you to Mount Juliet, Tennessee. Thank you to Johnson City in Nashville, Tennessee, Dallas, Texas, Gilbert, Arizona, Chowchilla and Galt, California, Lodi, California. I think I know who that is. Also, thank you to Monroe, Louisiana, Acton, Massachusetts, Anaheim, California, Yuba City, California, Danville, Carson City, Nevada, Bellingham, Washington. Love that spot. Thank you to Bayou Cane, Louisiana, Ogden, Utah, State College, Pennsylvania, Rocky Mountain, North Carolina, Santa Fe, New Mexico, Chesapeake, Virginia, Kensington, New York, Frederick, Maryland, China, Texas, Bayside, California. I know I'm leaving some people out, but I hope you recognize your spot in here. Thank you to Spain, the Netherlands, Netherlands, United Kingdom, Germany, Australia, Canada, France, Estonia, Italy, Poland, Japan, Belgium, the Philippines, Malawi, Tunisia, Peru, Chile, Indonesia, Pakistan. I don't even know if these stats are right, of course, you know. This is what I get from my little server that I use. But anyway, the idea that I'm reaching an audience and people have... Uh, the desire to continue checking in with me is uh, is moving and and uh, exciting to me, and I'm going to keep bringing you these podcasts as long as I I keep uh, getting response that people are listening. And the number doesn't really matter to me. I I am interested that people around the world seem to be listening and seem to care about a conversation about art, literature, and culture that I'm trying to continue. But I try to think about this under the framework of, uh, of a quotation from Einstein that interests me. He says, Try not to become a man of success, but rather try to become a man of value. He is considered successful in our days who gets more out of life than he puts in, but a man of value will give more than he receives. And uh, and it takes a lot of work to make these things come together. But on the other hand, uh, it's really been uh, a joy for me to attempt to make these narratives and to try to keep a schedule where I put them out weekly and I try to use the learning that I've uh, that I've accumulated and try to extend that in order to make sense in ordinary language to a general audience of some of the ideas that I try to share with my students. It's been incredibly 
uh, meaningful to me to just produce this content on its own. And the idea that I am um, extending that conversation to others uh, has been really important to me. So I don't know if I'm getting more than I'm putting in, but I definitely am getting something from this. And for that, I have a tremendous amount of gratitude to you for listening. So again, if you like it, if you find it to be a thing of value, please share the podcast with your friends, with your families, with your neighbors. And I truly, truly thank you for giving me the opportunity to share with you some of the ways I'm trying to process and make sense of this crazy world I'm experiencing. Anyway, be well. Thank you. Um, I'll be in touch. I'll see you back again next week, and we'll talk about some paintings and some songs and some stories, and I hope you enjoy it. Thank you again.